all I ever see is you I can be your savior, everything that we've been through I love how she dancing, got me feeling for you I was just saying that like podcast drinks don't count. No, I just mix myself a pod tail. I'm not an alcoholic. I literally am drinking for work. Like I know that's part of the craft. Come on, yeah. Oh my god. I feel like if I, I feel like I, I only become myself once I drink. You know. And I'm not an alcoholic. So it sounds like that. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Okay. So I can't I, do a pod I, unless I've had like two or three drinks at least. Totally. You know? I honestly can't do anything unless I'm like, you know, five drinks in. I'm not an alcoholic <laughs> though. No, but I'm not I'm, an alcoholic. I'm at my best I, when I'm hammered. It's true. But you're not I got to do at least half a gram a gram of coke <laughs> or I just I can't even get out of bed. I'm not an alcoholic. I mean, obviously. <laughs> That, this, like that one's different. Player. Yeah, that's yeah. a different one. That's not alcoholism. You're not, yeah, you're also not a cokehead. You're just a person no. that values I meet my equilibrium actually, by I, I drinking really, and yeah, then sobering yeah. up with coke and then drinking more. Yeah, to get, absolutely. You know, it's the up I and actually, down of it all. Co- coke gives me more of a body high, yeah. So I'm not, oh, totally. I'm not a cokehead at totally. all. Yeah. I actually, have you had the strain that helps you go to sleep? What? Oh, really? yeah! No? I actually get it from a guy. Is that it, heroin? It makes me really sleepy. Yeah, actually, yeah. it's like laced with something really special, and it just like knocks me that right out cocoa. for like ten hours. Yeah, it's awesome. I actually, like that white heroin, basically. You're yeah. talking about that white heroin, right? Oh I pretty God. much can't go to bed without it. So. <laughs> yeah, every night. I, I, th- I thought I tried it, but then I just found out that my partner was um, bashing up melatonins and having me snort those, and boy, was <laughs> well, I angry. I had, like, melatonin say, I in just my Adderall. Bad. Like, I had, like, them in the same bottle. So, like, oh my, my that's you smart. know. It was always like you'd get a little bit of the other one whenever I was taking one, and they were together okay. obviously because when I'm taking one, I'm gonna need the other. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's really smart. Right. I gotta. I, gotta, <laughs> I, I, I gotta like to do like, that with my coke. Just. I like to put a melatonin in. and an Adderall underneath cups and then move them around <laughs> yeah. in the, at, the, at the start mm. of the day. So I never know if I'm playing the day on easy or hard mm. mode. <laughs> yeah. and I'll find out mm. in about an hour if it's yeah. gonna be difficult or not. That's how mm. I manage my manic depressive. Mm-hmm. It's like. You know, just choose one for the day at at will. <laughs> mm-hmm. That works. You because you're you know, you're working with your own rhythm, uh, which is uh, totally unexpected. <laughs> if if yeah, modern totally. psychiatry actually re- knew what bipolar disorder was, they would give you a grab bag of pills. That was <laughs> oh yeah, not like one. yeah. Totally. Take any of them today. Yeah, totally. yeah, yeah. Let's see how this works. My doctor makes me spin a wheel every time I go in. I'm just yeah. <laughs> to decide the wheel of I'm, fortune, but it's I'm just going like what pill am yeah. I gonna take? Uh-huh, it's the wheel right of now. fortune or disappointment. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> we were just talking before you both came in about this idea of um, kind of like list culture and club culture in New York City. I know April, you lived mm-hmm. in New York City. I did. Um, are you? Are you both aware of like club culture with like bringing in women to listed clubs and this kind of vibe? Because that's something we recently just discovered. Definitely. The kind of like straight club, like sceney, like, yeah, definitely. Um, I feel yeah. like I've, I've never gone to a club 
without like a friend being like oh I know the person yeah like I've never it's never been like well I guess when I lived in Chicago a little bit but it wasn't like I don't think it is like it is in New York you know it was more of like a we're yeah. waiting in line because they're literally like one it wasn't <laughs> like one-to-one not like this like mini brigade or whatever but oh right and by yeah, that yeah, I yeah. mean I'm sure Hess has been on this show right I'm sure, or do you guys know Hessa Claire Penis on Twitter? No, actually no. we haven't. Whoa, Whoa she's have, the best. Well, oh wait, she's the best. You gotta it? have her. Okay, you gotta have Hessa from seeking, yeah, from seeking uh, arrangements on the show. Oh. I feel oh, like yeah, totally, totally. she's the yeah, kind, like, she's the kind of person who like. Wait, but how does she relate to this story, Grace? She from Chicago? Did she bring you to a club? No, um, she just like is the kind of person. Like, what, what I, kind of person is she? She knows everybody. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, okay. She'd bring like, it to the club yeah. and be like, "Yeah, I know this guy." Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. Matthew's also that kind of person. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, I just the idea of like going and just like like shooting your shot. Just, I, it's when so... you, if you genuinely don't know, it just seems like such a waste. Of yeah, no, I don't I, know. I have That's crazy. To do. I can't be waiting in line for. I literally have places to be. I know. I That's how I feel now. To play. Yeah, so we, true. I I actually I recently hosted the Anna Delvey party. Did you guys hear about this? I did hear about this. Oh, is um, that the? Did they write about that? Yeah, the there was like. A, yeah. yeah, they wrote about that. So. And the New York Post wrote about it, and they're like gossip column. Oh, how it's was called that? Page six. Well, I mean, it was. It's. I mean, it's one of those like really tyrannical experiences where like Definitely. basically yeah. you have to get like everyone you're inviting to the party approved. Um, mm. So, you know, it, it always feels like it's it's kind of like a corporate event where it's like you have to send in headshots and you everyone has to give their one right. their, like, elevator pitch of like why they're cool. And That's basically so crazy. Yeah. Can I like one of the funniest ones that I received was from. Uh, a friend who was like um this person is wait let me find it really quick it might take a second sorry okay so they said this my friend is no longer impoverished swedish aristocrat hybridized with brazilian colonial robber barons and boston brahmins a minor mid-tens chinese television personality so that was their elevator pitch to get this person into the party oh my god Wow. So like this person that sent that is like part XLA in terms of getting people into parties. And they're working at this in really intense level of social awareness that to some people is incredibly confusing. So when I sent that to the other people that had to get like get approved, they were like, what? <laughs> they were like, what the fuck yeah. does that mean? <laughs> That's so wild. But you, you know, know what? It, re- it, it really reminds me of stand-up comedy, kind of. Oh, in the way that people, well, that people list off their credits. You know, you wouldn't like, yeah. like, like, yeah, when you're younger and you're trying to get on like a festival, you might be submitting yourself or something. Right. Yeah, it does sound very similar to like writing your own bio. Being, what like, would you have to say to get yourself on a festival? Like, because Anna and I both like don't have we we have no idea what that means. So you mostly would want to definitely talk about. Um, Eddie, Ar- like just pretty much like what you described, any aristocracy connections you have. Really? Um, pretty, no, you would want to talk about like. Uh, so the secret if- is, is that like you have to like really put in the forefront that you're a Nepo baby, basically. Yes, one hundred percent. Nepo baby, is, like 
amazing self-made like, nepo baby exactly self-made yeah nepo baby. yeah um or but i mean it's like i, I it would be less so it would just be like a it would be like a list of like shows and stuff and other festivals you've done um so it wouldn't be like quite as fun but it does remind me of that sort of deal like so really it'd be like weird mm -hmm. fucked up cover letter yeah yeah it's, like it's good it's good to like, you know, you want to like casually drop people you know or whatever, mm. casual connection. Who you open for? Totally. This reminds me, I'm actually, to further my career, I'm trying really hard to start a rumor that Bill Hader is my uncle. Um, so if you want to like spread that around. Oh, just yeah, like no. let yeah, people actually know. Love spreading rumors. Yeah. I guess maybe I shouldn't be saying this on like a, a podcast because now there's like you know concrete proof proof that this is a lie yeah. that i'm starting this room but no but i want but i want people you know 10 years from now i want them to i want someone to be like oh yeah isn't bill Hader her uncle and then everyone's gonna be like there's someone else to be like no, no i heard her and say then a podcast, you in the center of the square not true and then they're yeah. like no but i heard that it is true yeah so just like tell us when yeah. next time i come up just like feel free to tell that to someone i Have, feel like yeah. like it's, with grace like let's let's name some of grace's uh like credits so rick and morty Eric Andre show, Inside Job, uh, Bad those Crimes. Are, those, those are all, are all shows that, yeah. And and Bill Hader is my son, actually. Um, oh wow! And April is my niece. Good luck with that. <laughs> Mine's at least semi-believable. Yeah. <laughs> good good well, luck with that you, one, I didn't say it was a rumor. April actually, I, oh. what, what, the day that she decided. When she says that she wants people to think Bill Hader is her uncle, she just like it popped in her head one day and she described this whole plan to me. And this is a huge deviation. <laughs> it is a huge deviation well, no, to announce I, I, it on Grace, a podcast. I, well, I actually made kind of a split second decision that I think, you know, maybe a faster way to do this is instead of slowly hinting in public spaces like, I, you know, oh, my uncle can, don't want to talk about him, though. You know, instead of doing that, yes, it actually yeah. a better way to spread the rumor might be to just like tell more people that I'm trying to spread a rumor because a rumor right. is spread yeah, even when but, some people know it's false. So it's actually better, I think, like, is, you know, kind of a cost oh, analysis situation. It's it's worth it to like admit that I'm you doing just don't this. Wanna, you should just admit that this. you don't want to put the work in. No, you want, I, you I, want I don't. Gratification. And I you shouldn't have to. have to. I shouldn't okay. have to put the work I, in. Well, I feel like the. I think the premise of being a comedian is that you have to. You always have to like kind of like uh, fence off what is a joke and what is not a joke when you're in settings mm -hmm. like on a podcast. Oh yeah. And a performance artist would not create those distinctions. A performance artist would just be like, "Guys, you know what? I want to tell you, Bill Hader is my uncle, and I have a crush mm -hmm. on him." You know, they would just say that, you know. Well, I do think we actually run into trouble sometimes because we fail to make those distinctions. Mm -hmm. no, I love um, that you both do that. I love, like, for instance, that you wrote for the Dave Chappelle show, right? We did. Yeah, we, we wrote didn't a just, lot of no, stuff. I, we, 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 we haven't, yeah, we didn't that's an understatement. the Chappelle show, we wrote, but we have written all of his stand-up specials in the last oh, right. couple mm -hmm. of decades. Um, what, what was the first one, would you say? The first one was his uh, Comedy Central Presents. I think it was in like 2002. Mm. Yeah, uh, I remember that way how, back when. How old were how, yeah, yeah, how old are you when that happened? You, this was oh. pretty young. We were just out of college. Yeah, both of us. We're still just out of college. Great, We've been just out of yeah. college. Yeah, we've been years. just out of college. That removal, you know, it suited you both. 
Oh yeah. So much. Thank you. I've had significant buccal fat removal. Well, it's good to it's good to get it removed. It's good to get it removed so that you can it can grow back and then you continue to look young. People say like, oh, it makes you look old right away, but no, no, it's so that you know when I fill it back in, I I just look young again. Mm-hmm. Well, and you so repl- people you think replace it with like adrenochrome yes. fillers and then you stay right. up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, 100%. Yeah, buccal um, fat removal is facial feminization surgery, basically. I mean, it is. It Wait, is. Are, are men getting this surgery? No, right? Or metrosexuals of guys, the world? T guys get bu- buccal fat removal. Really? T guys? I, guess, I bet bitchy gays get buccal fat removal. Are you kidding? Of course. Yeah, but do like oh, bitchy gays, but they're do, like straight men, like cis men. This is, I do this... think I think it's a masculinizing procedure, actually. Yeah, yeah. masculinizing. Well, yeah, because yeah. that's the whole thing. They're saying that like straight women want to be T girls so bad that they're yeah. like making them have more like masculine, like strong jaw lines. Ugh, I want to be a T girl. I don't have that. Why don't? That's not fair. <laughs> I did all. Well, of but this maybe and I don't, don't even have that. Don't start you... transitioning when you're 15, bitch. Like, like that. That was the I fucked there. up. Someone should have yeah. told me if you transition. Wait a little bit age... deeper into transition next. Literally, time someone should have told yeah. me if you transition at 15, you'll never be beautiful. Beautiful. You, you just need to wait. Like oh, you need to yeah. wait a few years. You need to just wait. Just give it a few more years. I know it feels like hell, but just like give it a few years, and it's all gonna be worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's what I, I think... that's what I tell trans kids now. I'm like, man, yes. you fucked yeah. up. You should have waited a few years. You know, yeah. you know what's interesting about the whole like distinction between male and female? Like, do you know the film Liquid Sky? No. Like, ultimately, guess... no. Well, so Liquid Sky is this movie from like the 80s and it basically it's this like bi-gendered person who like is an alien. They fluctuate between being a male and a female. They look exactly the same and they just pre- present in two different ways. And basically the, you know, the film is basically about this woman who keeps on like getting forced into sexual situations because she's so hot. And the reason she is so hot is kind of revealed at the end. The reason she is so beautiful is because she's so androgynous. There's like this really thin line between being, you know, the most beautiful woman and being slightly masculine, you know, mm-hmm. and this is like the kind of like, you know, disaffected, gender ambiguous or androgynous kind of look that a lot of models have nowadays, you know. So when we're talking about this buccal fat removal, it's kind of like, you know, maybe it's kind of masculine, maybe it's kind of feminine, but it's on that like thin line of like, we're not really sure. And it's like, and the one thing we can all agree on is that it's skinny. Which is... It is skinny. Yeah, it's, it's skinny. Sure it's you skinny. can't deny that. And the hottest it's people are androgynous. Yeah, it's true. It's honestly, it, it, it's to to see it. It's like, like I'm a fat person, but I don't. I'm not like up in arms about like I don't like skinny. Great, whatever. I'm not like. Yeah, Grace is trying to say who... she's one of the good ones. But <laughs> <laughs> well, but it is stark. It is stark for like. The, the yeah, man, I'm not surgery. like the other fat chicks. Yeah, <laughs> I'm actually dark. better than those fuckers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. More than a more than a fat chick, you just seem like you're from Chicago, though. Honestly, like that's your vibe. Is like being that's from a Chicago. Great vibe. I feel that's like that your vibe. ultimate gender is being from Chicago. I think that makes a lot of sense, actually. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. I I, really I, I used up. to live in Chicago. I'm from like Central Illinois, so mm. I was in between living in Central Illinois. Chicago Wait, where in Central Illinois? Um, it's a town called Normal, Illinois, like Bloomington Normal. Oh, I know Normal. Whoa. Yeah, I know Normal. I've been That's through Normal. That's a sick-ass name for a place. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. A Nor- it's like where David Foster Wallace was like, it's time to end things here. Oh. In Normal, Illinois. 
Okay. I mean, okay. that makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. I mean, a lot of Illinois is um like Chicago's best city in the world, but a lot of I Illinois is like like a dystopia. Like it's just a wasteland, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, it really is. Um, but yeah, the Where did you grow up, thing. It's like whoa, you know. It's just like it's so like we want to look as skinny as possible, you know. But. I hope they people do rounding, face rounding at some point. Um, I, I agree. As a as a round faced gal, I'm like, yeah. yeah that's, I want the I want the chubby cheek to be in. Yeah. I I grew up in <laughs> in Minnesota actually, northern oh, okay. Minnesota, and what part? Uh, ar- around the Twin Cities a little okay. bit too. If Minneapolis you, we... is a very underrated city. You know, I feel like it's a great people, city. It's a great I love city. Minneapolis. Yeah, I could see myself yeah. ending up there at some point. It's definitely like up there with Chicago. I think it's you know has some of the best like coffee shops and like breweries and that kind of vibe. So, I think if I hadn't grown up there and wanted to like you know like move away, I could definitely see myself ending up there too. But yeah. um, you transcended but, you know. too high though. No, you're like way too high. You know. Yeah, she's become a member I'm of the sure. coastal elite. I'm part yeah, of the Illuminati. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, yeah. Do you guys do you guys get those messages from people on Instagram that are like, "You want to join the Illuminati?" I got one of those today. Did you no, really? The I Illuminati. Yet, I got what year? It. What year is it? Uh, it's it's this year. It's from. Like, do you want to join the Illuminati and sign this petition against Coney twenty twelve? I know it's it seems so like really I'm, the Illuminati. That's no, I'm going to show you. you it's got. literally this literally happened today. I think you could see it right. Hello, joining the Illuminati brings you into the limelight of the world full of riches, fame, health, <laughs> power, and knowledge. All caps, all contact me today. Have a wonderful day. This is wow. like the, this is the second time I got the message. Yeah. Wow, the second time. Well, from the I same think you, account or you've from... got to wait for them to court you a little bit. You know, yeah. like let you them gotta... send a couple more messages. Absolutely. <laughs> once I get famous enough, then I'm gonna join Scientology. Once they're really gonna like once the, you know, because then they'll yeah. really roll out the red carpet for you. Oh my god, I have a. I'm not gonna who... join for free. I want. They need to beg me. Yeah. April, are You're you not in LA gonna too? pay them. I'm in LA too right now. Okay, yes. you're both in LA, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yes. actually like what. So I had this like close friend for a long time in LA, and I was talking to my friend today, and they're like, "Oh, are you still talking to this person?" I was like, "Well, we had this falling out because um, I found out that they're like really high up in Scientology." And oh my one, god! One of their wow. siblings works for Tom Cruise, is like their assistant. Oh man! And like I, they were literally like one of my first like close friends that I trusted in LA. And I used to live in LA up until like a year and a half ago. And they, we were having this conversation about the documentary going clear and they freaked out on me and we like had a total falling out. Have you, have you both ever met anybody seriously in Scientology? Cause they're, they're lurking. I have probably not that I not that I know of yet. I have not met anyone seriously in it. One time I went to the, I think Devin's secretly in it. You think? Oh, yeah. Devin gives me total Scientology. Wait, I can't tell if you're joking or if this is a serious accusation. No, this is uh, this is just the shout out to Little Secret, honestly. Okay, oh, my awesome. God. That's Devin is in a Scientologist. Don't smirch, Devin. Our mutual, Devin does our good mutual. work for this community, God damn it. De- that's her little Lieutenant what do you think media? the little secret is that's whoa the little secret oh, is know, is that sh- she's going the little, to the listen, king of Zion or whatever i know what the little secrets are 
I know what the little secrets are. You know what? The fu- <laughs> you know my I don't think I can talk about those secrets, secrets on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. But but I will say this. Um, something I do think I can talk about on a podcast is the house that Little <laughs> Secrets is at is a former cult house. Uh, up until wait, like when ser- Devin wait, started renting it, I'm I'm 100 serious. And the cult uh-huh. is across the street. I don't remember the name of it. That's so funny. When your cult has kidding. to move, there should be like a show, like a six. It's, it's so funny that idea of like, getting, them, like, like having to move. Evicted? Yeah. Well, isn't that Sorry, basically what evicted. Wild Wild Country is about, right? Because they, they, they. Oh, they we're about to do it. We're about to new... do. An, we're about to do an episode on Wild Wild Country because in my graduation, oh, I. I spoke at my graduation and I quoted Osho in my graduation speech when I like graduated from college. That's awesome. Oh my god! Before the documentary came out, of course. Yeah. Uh, and oh so, god. if you look up Little Secrets Address on Google Maps, yeah, the reason why it is uh, uh, blurred out is because the cult did that. Oh, That's whoa. so interesting. Wow, this is sick lore. Honestly, cool. Okay, so. Okay, and so we did- can, I, can I say one last thing about the call? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When Devin moved in, nothing seemed amiss or weird, except that there's like, and then I don't know if it's like a basement thing, because I've never seen the basement of that house, but she texted me a photo of like, she found like a door to nowhere and Whoa. like some weird like etchings around it. <laughs> but Whoa, that's scary. It, it felt like did she alien open the pull. door? She, oh, yeah. I actually haven't seen her since. Uh, but <laughs> I hope oh, we've, we've probably is. seen her since. She yeah, but maybe it was like an alien weeks. version of her. Maybe she got sucked in Whoa, there and it was like some. Replaced. That's true. Yeah. Like us? Like maybe it was like her evil twin came out or whatever. That's probably true. But probably if that's that. the case, her evil twin is still great. Uh, and, pr- and, and pretty much and, carrying on business as usual. Yeah. God, I have to say, it's really. It's, you both uh, are like the easiest people literally to talk to ever. Like, we've been on the do you guys, for, Really? Like, do you guys have difficult guests a lot? Not difficult. You, you both are just like literally the most chill people I think we've ever oh had. My like, oh, my God. It's, it's insane. Like, literally 20 minutes have gone by. Um, wait, has it been? Yeah, it's been almost 30 minutes, basically. Yeah. Insane. Wow. Um, anyways, yeah. I'm, I'm want... actually texting with Devin literally right now. Are oh, really? really? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I, I hope you're having fun on the podcast with my friends. And I said, We oh. are. Wow. But then I said, That's Period. I think that came off a little stark. No. no we no, are, we're period. No, we're having a great time. We're we are. And text. Period. Like... <laughs> so I want, I want to like center you both in this too. So, like, so basically, so we kind of did our research on you both. I know we're like one degree apart. We have mutual friends and stuff, but we still want to give you both like kind of like space to be people that should be celebrated because you both are like doing really serious and important comedy work. And not serious in the sense that like you're making serious jokes, but, <laughs> but you're doing work that's important and making, I think, social impact. Um, so Ana and I, like, first of all, we want to talk about Grace's origin story, if we can, if we can start okay. here. Okay, all right, yeah. So, so we're we're doing some research, and we heard that one day April Clark created Grace Freud in a lab. That's very and, true. And they spent a decade telling jokes on the streets of Philadelphia, right? Mm-hmm. And so we did more research, Thomas. A lot of people don't do joke busking. 
because yeah. it's it's not very financially prudent. But when you're um, really good at it, people don't really like it. But yeah, I mean, we, we so, ended up but, making five ten dollars a week at points. So we broke oh, into yeah. Ancestry.com <laughs> and Twenty Three and Me's da- database and found out your origin story. So you were actually created in a lab, as you said. Um, but we found out that your great grandmother was a sea urchin cloned in 1885, the first technically like cloned per- like cloned animal ever. Like a lot of people, you know, talk about Dolly. Do you know Dolly the sheep? Yes, yeah, I'm familiar. So, Dolly I'm, the sheep actually comes after you. You are the second person after the sea urchin um, cloned I'm in 1885. I'm very familiar with Dolly. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I'm very, very familiar. The clone community is. Very small, right? <laughs> very, very intimate. It's what interesting because Dolly, yeah. Dolly was born on July, you know, July fifth, nineteen ninety six, right? So Dolly yep. is, uh, is if we combine the Western and Chinese zodiac sign, is a Cancer rat. Um, wow. Whoa. So yeah. I don't know. I mean, that makes sense. It's interesting though because, like, the idea of being cloned is like kind of like. Like, if you did have a history of being cloned, like, that would be, like, your chosen family. Like, say you were, like, kicked out of your family for, like, being gay or trans or something like that. Like, being cloned would probably be the closest thing to, like, giving one, like, giving a queer person a history, right? Um, Like, I think that is, like, the closest we can get to a lineage in this sense. Um, What are your both, what are both of your, like, astrological signs? Can I just say right off the bat, I want to be cloned so bad. I I wish I was yeah. A yeah, so physically I or like no, I don't want April to be cloned. Very I want to hang out with my clone. I I, I think I it'd be, be so. I would, I'd be like, so jealous. I mean, I I like myself. I would love to hang out with myself all day. I like That'd you too. Awesome. So, sensibly having two of you in my life would be really cool. No, I because just hope we'd probably you'd... just be hanging out together all the time. So you wouldn't make time for. You're not gonna. Pro- I thought you would. Try to console me and be like, I promise we'll make time for you. No, we'd probably just be hanging out together. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't think my clone, if I had a clone, I don't know if I'd want to hang out with my clone all the time. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know either. I'd probably hate my clone, honestly. I don't know if I would hate my clone. I think I just like. I would definitely hate my clone. <laughs> I spend so much of my time just like um, being insane in my office. <laughs> and that does- that isn't conducive to two people being in it my that partner like, was in you my sound like an academic yeah that's yes i'm an academic except Grace I write kind of is, she's an academic of comedy and writing yeah that's, that's... horrible <laughs> what that's, it's that's that's in STEM. the hours that you work the way that you operate literally that's true i mean i do like i usually i often yeah, like to, i stayed up until 4 a.m last night and then I slept for a couple hours, and then I was up for a sec, and then I slept for another hour. And then April and I had a meeting for a couple hours, and then I got home, and then I slept for, like, until this show. So I'm as fresh like a, out of bed. As, like, a, as a former academic, I f- feel like you're, like, living, like, that. you're working the hours that, like, I stopped doing academia so I wouldn't have to work. Wait, you were an you academic, right? Like I you was. Were a, you were doing a PhD in trans studies or gay I, studies or something? Yeah, and like women's gender studies so, stuff. So, yeah. so what, what were you studying? Like, 
whether or not being gay is cool what was it pretty was much it that my like the like boring answer um no we want the boring answer is too. yeah the boring answer is my my like dissertation that i was working on was about basically why like doing psychology on trans children is horrible um and it's pretty much horrible for all the reasons you expect but and it seems really obvious, but I guess it's not because there's all this like, you know, new like developmental psychological research that's like, oh, like trans kids are here's what's going on in their brains. And everyone's like, oh, like, this is really great. Like, this is awesome. But it's, April's doing a jack off. So evil. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy that everyone like jacks off to this like stuff that is so obviously evil. I mean, so, like, isn't most of, like, I mean, not just psychology, but most of the, like, trans science stuff's, like, super evil, though? It's, yeah, like, all the, like, yeah. weird science, you know, like, it's all evil. It's I agree. Bad. I mean, I, I, my understanding of all of that stuff, when it comes, like, so I was, like, April obviously has, like, a really good, under, like, understanding and, and is well-read on trans science shit, but also, like, you know, the, philosophy and yada 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 and for me i'm like things would be a lot easier if we just were like less up our asses about what it means like yeah. just like I on mean, all sides literally though that's yeah. why i feel like that's why i ended up like leaving that line of work is because i kind of i did it for a long time and i feel like i like got close to like, the more I did it, the more I was like, everything would be better if just no one gave a fuck about any of this. And then eventually yeah. I also chose to stop giving <laughs> like, a fuck about any of it. Out, right? Yeah, literally. I was like, this like, is all basically hell. you're like, like, that's the interesting thing about being critical about things. It's like, right. on one level, I can, like, give you the complete details of, like, why I should be critical of this. Or I totally. could just, like, be completely critical and just, like, completely remove myself from I got, the discourse. I got too critical to the point where I feel like I you know don't even i just don't even give a fuck like why would i want to explain for the hundredth time like why this like thing that to me is so obviously evil is evil i'm done i'm like i'm out i'd rather like go have fun so for the academics listening to this like what what are the psychological approaches or theories that you were critiquing and what I mean, is your it's, perspective it's on that? Because so... I'm not familiar specifically. I'm I'm familiar with like the diagnostic history that like yeah. has like informed like the media narrative, like basically that trans and gay people are like right. pathological and that our whole understanding of like transition and detransition is based totally. on this, like, pathological history. Um like, oh you're sick. Okay. So like if you detransition, it proves that you were sick the whole time, you know. But what was right. your well, yeah was your perspective i mean i don't know exactly where the like field this like psychological field that i was writing about is like at now because it's probably not too far away probably not but yeah i mean it's been about a year since i like was kind of involved in this and even before that i was kind of checked out for about a year i guess but um Mm. You were at Stony Brook, right? But yeah, I was. But so like, you know, a couple of years ago, like this woman, um, her name is Christina Olson and she's at the University of Washington. She won the MacArthur Genius Grant for like a psychological study that was like, can we predict which children are going to be trans out of a group of children, like by doing psychology on them? And I mean, pretty much the like answer she found that everyone was like, oh, my God, this is so genius. It's like, yeah, the ones that are a little fruity are more likely to be trans, (laughs) like when they get older or whatever. It's so So like 
So that but, that almost plays into like the autogonophilia discourse of like, right, like, but like, what, it's so. Why do you give a fuck which kids are going to be trans? Like, how is this a good use of your time? Yeah. Like, what? What? Do, why do you need to like find the answer like, as to why this right, is happening what? and not just like create s- systems that like support and like help these kids? What good like, application could this possibly have? Like, name yeah, one yeah, good yeah, effect of would, like of being able to tell which children are going to be trans. Oh, well, now we know. Right. To, like, like, yeah. How to put the, like put them in in conversion therapy. Literally, I cannot. You know? like, I cannot think of one good outcome from like I that was, kind of research at all. Like, but everyone thinking, is like, oh my god, it's genius because now we can always, help them better or whatever. Like, it always plays like, into how, like right wing research, though. I totally. feel like all of these theories, like like AGP or like the theory you're talking about that right. the theory you're talking about is basically that people that are same sex attracted end up more likely to be trans, which is like a right, really essentially, like outdated yeah. theory. I don't know why this psychological theory would hold any weight. And I guess right. empiricism is like so desperate, you know, it's so desperate at this point to mm-hmm. have some kind of grounding within a very emerging field. Well, I yeah, just it's feel a- like that's like so obvious too. Like obviously people that are more um, open to the like side of themselves who's like able to explore sexuality are also able right. to explore gender expression. Yes. Like right. no fucking yep. shit. Yeah, no. Like- exactly, exactly. That's it. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. so stupid. It's one of the like few things that like genuinely makes me upset when I think about too hard now. Like Grace can tell you, like I don't really get upset about that many things. Like I, I always am. I, you know, try well, not to be. It's mad, one of the, but maybe the the only or one of like a couple of things I can think of that you've ever I've ever seen you publicly be upset about. Certainly, yeah you know one like, of the like only like earnest things cool, i've tweeted though. about in the last I, like I, two years or whatever i am like, want to be to have, i'm i want to tweet something that's like fuck this if, the, if something pisses me off or whatever um but april incredibly chill twitter presence rarely like speaks outside of like the voice she's cultivated on there but like she did tweet about like when this person got the grant, right? Or no, that because that was or, much before. Or, there was okay, something else like, like six months ago that so, yeah, came something up, came up but, and um, and about this person and was she basically was like fuck this dumb bitch and people were like hey don't say that <laughs> and that's why I don't fucking you do anything. People like people thought it was a joke. Yeah, some people yeah thought people it was thought a I joke. was joking, but no, yeah. I mean in, you know in general like getting mad. I I'm so tired of being angry about yeah. things. So, yeah. And that's not to not to say I'm like totally apathetic about like all like politics yeah. or whatever because i'm not but like in general like that kind of like anger that i can't do anything with is yeah. like ugh. like yeah. that's why i left school i don't give a fuck i don't want to give a fuck like there's a huge difference between being angry about something and then like being angry about something and posting it about about it online with the idea that it would like have efficacy or do anything that except, was one of my new except, year's resolutions yeah, actually to like stop like responding and engaging in discourse in an angry manner i literally did it it today but like like literally none of it matters it's it's so so pointless no one wins like why like (laughs) literally if i like if i'm tweeting something it's because i'm trying to have fun like yeah and then that's like my kind of rule now in general i mean and that's why i love you know i love the what i'm doing now with grace like what i do is like 
I have fun. Grace and I sit in a room all day and like joke around and work on our stuff. And that's awesome. So yeah, it rocks. It really you is. Do, um, you rail lines of Coke and get pretty much. Yeah, we do. Pretty I mean, much that. Yeah. Um, um, so this kind of leads to like this next kind of like a question for you guys that yeah. we like basically, you know, like we're involved in this like community. We don't have the name um in new york that you probably know but basically there's this like question about like transgression and transgressive art that exists and i feel like your twitter presence you know this idea like you joke about things that like a lot of people would say like are faux pas within like the queer community of like being self-hating which i mean if you're part of the community you know that like that's actually a really common trope or like a really common thing you know like stone butch blues like a book that's basically all about like a butch woman like hating herself um and like exploring concepts of like gender identity and this this type of idea and i feel like transgression has been like a large part of like the identity of being queer for a long time but we live in kind of like a sanitized political era that's why being gay isn't cool anymore yeah right. and that's uh-huh. that's why like right. that's why like i like i feel like we're always like trying to like challenge this like idea like you know like i am a detransitioner and like i like to talk about that openly because i feel like that's kind of transgressive in a way um and like talk about the idea of being fake gay even though like i have sex with men you know and that kind of thing <laughs> and <laughs> and like this idea of like denying oneself a label but also at the same time playing with this idea of being um, you know, in and out of identities and like a, you know, like April would relate to this like in an epistemological way, right? So like, like we have people that are making movies about like using trans identity opportunistically. And it's like yeah, on yeah. one, in one regard, like, do you know the film I'm talking about? Yeah, I know the film you're talking about. And it's, it's, I, and it's interesting. You want to because... comment on it? Well, I guess I, my my i say whatever you want of course my yeah my thing of it is i it i've thought a lot about i haven't seen it yet though so i don't want to comment on the um uh do you want me to give you the premise of like i was i i know the general gist of like actors right yeah but yeah yeah. um we were going to invite them on when April, when April, I was telling you that there was a controversial guest we could invite oh, on. Oh shit! That was the person, yeah. and then okay. the second person was Buck Angel, who agreed to come on the show too. Wait, it would have been so crazy to go on with Buck Angel. Yeah. yeah. Wait, are crazy. you? Wait, are you too down to go on the show with Buck Angel? Yeah, totally. I would be down. Yeah, sure. we would totally go on with Buck Angel. Okay, well, That'd next be time so it would be so fun. Okay, so Buck Angel and Ollie London both have agreed to come on the show. Oh my god! So you can That's choose. Wild. Of course. That's wild. That's so I, well, crazy. It, I'd like to see the movie. I would like to see the movie. Okay, it's um, going to appear have... in Chicago actually very soon. Yeah, go to. Are, but are you in LA? They're in LA. We're in LA, yeah. LA yeah. but I. It, it, we will be. The thing is, I, I was. Did, I, Maybe we can get, get a little secret showing of it. God, you don't that'd want be, that. That's that so gonna get canceled. Yeah. 
Let's get a little secret showing of it. I'm sorry, but the fact that it got it got taken out of like the first viewing it, in uh, Chicago. It's now appearing in Chicago now, though. Yeah, but Chicago is not a woke city. L.A. is gonna lose their yeah. shit at that. They're not. No, gonna yeah. Allow the funny it. thing, the funny <laughs> thing about Chicago canceling it is that most people in Chicago are actually transphobic. Exactly. <laughs> like, incredibly transphobic. That's funny. Yeah. It's like showing it's, in like well, Boston. It, 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 it's interesting you say that because uh, Chicago versus LA, I feel like I had a much chiller time living as a trans person in Chicago. But no, but Grace, like, I think the reason is because, I mean, my feeling when I'm in Chicago is like Chicago is a very like straightforward city. Like there's no tricks. Yes. Like, yeah. it's like it is what it is at face value. Or at least like the, you know, the, when I've been there in the people I think there's out with a gen- more general sense of respect than in Sure, LA, yeah, because yeah. it's very like straightforward and like, it's you know, working, it is what it, you know, LA, is, yeah. LA is very like Oh, oh! I don't yeah, know if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. That's true, just the true, like. Yeah. It's no. Yeah, it's like, oh. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. it's like like I, Chicago I, is like face value. It's like people aren't political, yeah. but they're like. It's not like like I was trans in Chicago, and like people would like you know in the progressive community, people like wouldn't book me for shows, you know. And, yeah, like, I know. Like, I certainly faced transphobia in Chicago. It just was different, you know. I don't know. It's different, yeah. In yeah, LA, it's like yeah. instrumental. Straight up. And it's, it's like, more you know, passive they, aggressive. They yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I was like, I was seeing people who I respect their work calling for it to be not shown at Music Box. And yeah. I, I was like, I don't know. If, I don't know. I was like, I, I feel like well, it the, should, it's a, I don't know. What do you think, the April? Is... Can you please help me? <laughs> well, April, say? do you know the premise? I can explain the premise. I, I do. Yeah. I've I understand the kind of basic premise of the film. I mean, my opinion in general is, and I I was saying this to Grace when we talked about it a few weeks ago. And again, like neither of us have actually seen it, so I don't know. But I mean, first of all, I think that work about like people pretending to be trans essentially is one of the most transgenders interesting things. Um. I, yeah, the concept of the film. Totally. I mean, I was obsessed was, with very intriguing. I I was really obsessed for a long time with this movie that I'm sure you've also heard of called Adam. Um, that is a, another like film about like a guy essentially pretending to be trans to like get lesbian pussy, but he's like pretending to be a trans man in the '90s so that he can like fuck a lesbian who wants to fuck right. trans. And it's then like Tootsie it's but but so i like i i was obsessed with that movie because i was so and i haven't read the book that it was based on but i've seen the movie a few times and i like it so much because it's so well i mean i don't like it but the premise is so interesting to me because it's such a f- interesting idea like i one of one of my favorite like projects i was working on before i left my phd was i i had this like kind of ongoing project about like what it meant for like a cis man to like play trans on tv or in a movie and my like kind of joke argument which started out as kind of like a you know funny like you know hot jokey take or whatever but um was was that like essentially like playing a trans woman on tv is like the most trans thing someone can do and cis men who play trans women on tv are like more trans with air quotes around it than than someone who like is trans in real life because playing a trans woman on tv is kind of the platonic ideal 
of being trans because like you're always going to be more dolled up than like me you know like you're, there's going to be more you're going to be more like feminine and I don't know um yeah no so I know the whole exactly purpose is to embody right like you're you know you yeah. are like the the perfect woman like when someone puts like hours and hours into your appearance so that you can look like like i don't do that every day like this is why metrosexuals are the most oppressed that's so true metrosexuals and that's a very serious you know serious like kind of throwback for me i guess but um but so things you know things about like pretending to be trans are super interesting to me but um but i don't really know about this movie when it comes to like you know censorship and whatever i my opinion is once again kind of like i I don't give a fuck what i mean you're like like, come on like like, yeah whatever like you know i'm not gonna don't make me go don't make me go don't make me fight for something that maybe i don't even like or agree with like don't bring it up just like like, shut up like yes 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 i will not spend time fighting for actors right to screen but I also am like, I I don't really care if it does. You like it's know? like yeah, I don't care it's if it screens. But it would be interesting. Don't to put see me it. in the position. You know, like people when people like protest against it, then I'm like, well, fuck. Like don't you know? Don't put other people in a position where now I have to defend this thing that I was worried. I actually, don't give a fuck like, about. Yeah, like, would message me and be like, hey, we're we're getting a gang together to make sure actors just yeah, the music box. <laughs> Will you tweet about it? And then I'd have to be like, uh, I'm busy. No, I don't know. Yeah. I'd have to be like, sorry, yeah, I'm, I'm busy like, railing. I'm so know. sorry. The I'm government sorry. just took my access to the internet away. Literally, um, like I'm really busy. Reasonable. I don't have time to care. I literally don't have time to care about things like this. I'm like, sorry. I'm... Xi Jinping just put me on a list in Beijing. I have to go hang out with him. Yeah, yes, I have yeah. to go. Actually, uh, sorry. Yeah. You know, Xi Jinping, maybe one of the hottest big presidents right now yeah totally like totally. think about him Hot- biden putin uh hottest like sexual you mean yeah what that's a hot take because i actually think trudeau's kind of hot yeah have you seen those I'm pictures of him in blackface not white trudeau yeah. i personally like trudeau with the uh like the the like indian get up or whatever yeah. Totally. Whatever he, it was. Or, well, he has so many iconic looks. Like, tr- yeah, like Turban Trudeau, I think, is probably the hottest. Oh, that's Trudeau. a good one. Yeah, that's a really good one. <laughs> oh, my but God. Basically, the, for those listening, the premise of the film is that Peter Peter Vac, who's Betsy's brother, plays the main character in this film and becomes a woman because they say that they want to have more opportunities within the film community. And so it's controversial because it, it it's also like a Freudian thing too, where he's trying to become his sister. Um, in the end, that's what's revealed. But this, this is the agonophilia thing where it's like, mm. they're, tr- they want to f- like, basically they want to fuck. Like for those that are not aware of this, this is actually uh, I don't April's think it was an tw- autogynophilia thing, really, the movie. Well, it's, I mean, his, so a male who is attracted to himself and his sister looking like himself is always attracted, is also attracted to, like, they're twins, right? Yeah, but I thought it was they're more just, twins. it was literally like fully, f- like, fully clout sexual. Like, this man is pretending to be transgender and 
uh, what I thought was like it's not fully redeemed. no, it's not that because if it's fully clout sexual clout sexual, then he wouldn't be attracted to himself, right, and his sister because they look the same because they're twins. So when you're the autogonophilia only applies to other people when you're a twin, basically, is the idea. So like in the mm. end, he gets facial feminization surgery to look exactly like his sister. And, you know, he could have just got FFH or FSAS that was just feminine, but he wanted to specifically look like his sister. Um, so there's some AGP aspects of it. But basically, but if, you, if you had a sister who was a twin, I've, I, could, I can kind of, you know, forget the movie. I'm just imagining the scenario where, yeah, you, where yeah, you're yeah. trans and you have a, a twin sister and you want to be a girl. How could you not feel like, oh, man, like that's what I would look like? Like, you know, you yeah, were exactly. like an exact you know like that's what i would look like so of course you want to look yeah. like that so yeah i don't exactly. know maybe it's not even like pseudosexual yeah. or whatever that's actually like... pretty much my story a lot of people <laughs> yeah <know this. laughs> i mean it's a lot of people's story i feel like right it's like it's like genesis Biorge's story do you guys know who that is mm, psychic tv no i don't i don't i don't tell me wait the story. tell us your story grace oh i was just i i i was just saying that I have a, a a sister who I transitioned to look exactly like because I wanted to fuck her. But I think the person in the movie <laughs> you're describing, um, where, that's real. Where I love he that, or she fucked up, I murdered her. Like really, yeah. Because I'm, you know, I and Grace, your sister was super young. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, your sister was John Benet we Ramsey. Not, we were not yep. twins. Yeah, yep. so my Grace, your sister was John Benet Ramsey. I was older. It wasn't a twin situation. It was yeah. It was a younger sister. Oh and wow! I wanted to that's like old. Sex with, and I murdered her. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of like uh, serial killer vibes. My story should be upheld and and. As, as important and, and valid, yeah, know, totally. Valid. No, someone should write an article about that. <laughs> in my opinion, so so basically, like the transgender thing is interesting because, like, in a in a society where like you are like asked to like perform, like you can only get clout for like being a certain way. Like being a trans person gives you clout, and it's like obviously like that's one of the options. You know, you could be like a cis person or you could be a trans person. Either way, you get clout. And I think that's kind of what the movie's about. But it's interesting because, like, basically, you can get clout either way. And it's not just specifically about trans people. Um, yeah. I, I, I mean, it makes sense that you both haven't seen it. But if you saw it, it's, like, way more mild than, like, most people have portrayed okay. it. It's, like, not that. I mean, it's it's basically, like, every, like, like was it here's a who, more like, important tries to, question. Like, play up their, like, their gayness for totally. the sake of certain, like, situations basically but really here's yeah. the question that i care about was was it good did you like it i thought it was funny okay but i mean obviously like the it was a trollish movie obviously did you enjoy it like would you call it a good movie or was it like huh. i i enjoyed it i okay. i i did i enjoyed it i thought it was funny i was n very hesitant at the beginning obviously af like after hearing everything about it but i think the redeeming like there there was some redemption in the fact that like betsy's character the the girl is sort of like very uh straightforwardly like addresses like hey you are doing stolen valor and pretending to be something yeah. which takes away from actual trans, trans issues 
Um, and, and that's, and it's sort that's of, that's the thing it, that's not it, like talked about. Outside it critiques of the like, like the, mm. the capitalist clout drive to like use identity politics for like the worst things possible. Like let's put trans people in the military and they can go fucking bomb Syria. And like, that's what and, I'm talking about. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that's that it's sort of like, uh, yeah, it, it, it's critiquing the, neoliberalization of of id poll but i feel like but I but feel then like it also both... kind of i mean again not having seen the movie but doesn't the isn't the kind of like implication there that there are like actual trans people then which i don't know okay that's the whole i feel like well I'm, I'm i don't like school like, again or whatever but my take my my take is that like if people are fake being trans it's probably their version of transitioning yeah like it's like you you really can't fake it's like i think the idea that like you want to be a woman under the pretense of like a totally like society for some benefit is because you're probably actually trans i agree Um, i think that to to imagine a world in which like oh this person is faking being trans or whatever like you've already i don't know if that even could exist in what does that even mean is that just mean you're not doing a good job at passing like if or are you just like what 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 is fake about like about i don't know attempt like i i I would say i feel like uh a lot of this the issue is when it comes to like like what is like what counts as real versus what's not is everybody has like their own fucking shit yeah you know and when it comes to like like how valid or like how trained someone is or whatever like to me it's like the problem is like people just like aren't honest with themselves about like like, here's the thing if you want to be like i'm trans i'm non-binary i use they them pronouns but i present 100 percent my gender assigned at birth cool i yes that's all good but just be honest like have you actually faced like discrimination or something because you know like what have you actually when you're oh yeah exactly there's a huge difference between somebody that like has lived yeah exactly like so like and so like every experience is different and i think that like and then on the other side of that like i think like a lot of trans chicks i look just like the way i see the us talk about ourselves like on twitter and like why are you in the business of transitioning if you're also in the business of of defining what successfully it is to fit a certain gender. Like, it just seems right. so ironic and weird to me. Um, but I yeah, also true. get, I, I, I also know the answer to that question. Because to feel like you have successfully transitioned, you need a definition to transition to. So I get it, but I also think it's dumb. Yeah, I also think it's like the Tootsie thing where it's like, like in Tootsie, like, you know, he does play the role of being trans for like a short period of time and then detransitions like very quickly. And like he in like says, you know, I'm trans for a second and then I detrans. And like that's a different story. We never get that answer in actors. The person commits through facial surgery and other surgery. Yeah. And that makes it seem more trans. And Tootsie, the per- the person socially transitions. They never medically transition. Most people that detransition only socially transition, right? Um so it enters into this like base of like it's kind of more clear that in the 70s when that movie was made or maybe the 80s um that they were actually making fun of trans people um it's less clear in actors and i think that um i think the other conversation is like what kind of 
what kind of space can we create for people to explore and experiment with what their gender is that allows for them to know or not know? And I think that the discussion around like what's called transrealism or like this idea that like there's valid and invalid versions of experimentation is like a toxic part of like the contemporary queer culture, in my opinion. Um, So yeah, that's kind of my take. No, I think I, I, I agree. I agree with that. I think that it's so, and you see that I think in other parts of like the broader community too. Like we were talking like last week and April's going to hate that I'm bringing this up, but oh, we, we no. were talking about this term <laughs> that I hadn't seen before. Like, the, Oh, it's we were, so we funny. Were, the Grace had never heard of this. We were getting breakfast and, and working on something. And, and I was like, April, have you seen this like bi lesbian thing? Grace and had, April was like, wait, what the is first that? Time? Well, I've heard of bi people <laughs> identifying as lesbian, obviously. And I have sex with them, but I haven't heard the term specifically by lesbian. Like I get identifying as a lesbian and still. It's like a thing for it's like a thing for fourteen year olds to have discourse about. It doesn't matter. No, but I was seeing like people that weren't fourteen tweet about it. You know what uh, I'm saying? Like I agree with what you're like, April. I agree with what you're saying. No more discourse. When I'm she brings up bi like... lesbians on the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! When no, she I'm brings only, up bi I, lesbians I'm only on bringing the it podcast, up because it's like oh it's, the, it's that term is in and of itself like this like fucking um, categorization. This fucking, there should be like... like a bomb that goes off when someone brings up bi lesbians <laughs> on the podcast. I'm like, it's dumb, April. I'm agreeing with you. I just, there should like... still be a bomb. <laughs> I think there should still be a bomb. <laughs> if I even think the word bi lesbian, I want to explode on the spot. We That's need trans like. people in the military to bomb yes. the bi lesbians. I need yes. like, I need yes, a Neuralink so I can set it that. up to fucking explode. This I want to know about the bi-lesbian sapiosexuals, though. Oh, the bi-lesbian oh sapiosexuals, I, I, I mean, that's how I identify. So I I can't hate on those. But just if it's just an individually sapiosexual or just bi-lesbian, I don't get it. But that combination, it's, it's a really beautiful combination. I love sapiosexual because it just meant that like your IQ is like above monkeys when you're on OK. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, that's it's like oh yeah, beautiful. like I find something sexual because people have thoughts, and it's like oh yeah, people have thoughts that are like like other humans have thoughts, and I like that. It's like it's literally like one of the. It's almost like degrading to have to like put that out there. You know, it's like the opposite. Well, I, I'm yeah. personally not sapiosexual. I like dumb bitches. <laughs> That's right. That rocks. <laughs> Hell yeah. I, I I I hope I wish more people would like dumb bitches. Actually, a lot of them do. Um, in my experience, as a dumb bitch, um, uh, oh, as yeah. a big idiot. Uh, but and that's the other thing I wish people would realize. That I'm kind of like they... tra- I'm like trans. I I'm like trans to being a dumb bitch because like I oh. you know you play up the dumb dumbness to get okay. you know it's it's yeah you play up the dumbness to get laid yeah is that what you're saying yeah <laughs> <laughs> what's the yeah what's I the opposite of a sapiosexual a rapist <laughs> I don't know <laughs> whoa 
That's incredible. The guy who just looks really dumb, bitches. Yeah, everyone from rapist Twitter is now on the in the. <laughs> All oh, honest stalkers are here in the discourse now. <laughs> All right, um, we're at we're at over an hour now. Matthew, do you have any last questions? I have lots of questions. We'll ask them when they come on with Buck Angel. Awesome, good, incredible, yeah. awesome. Perfect. This was um. What's gonna this... happen when you come on with Buck Angel? What do you want to ask? Buck? I want to ask Buck Angel. Does it fart? <laughs> I got one question. Do it be farting. <laughs> oh, you guys, just, just one question. <laughs> do it fart. Oh. I got one question. I got one question for Buck Angel. What you doing later, baby? <laughs> <laughs> That's a perfect way to end it. <laughs> yeah, we, we, can, oh can we God. uh can we can we can we tell people about our tour really quick before we go yes oh yeah, yeah, yeah plug yeah. the tour oh Please yeah tell, so tell us specifically about la and new york because that's mo- where most of our listeners yeah are. we're going what on are the dates for la and new york we're going so on tour. Our, new, our, our tour starts in new york uh on march 8th at the bell house and two days I after my it, birthday. We, Whoa. Wait, do you have the same? Give, is your birthday March 6th? Is your birthday March Yeah, it is. Ah! <laughs> Wait, we're having a birthday party. You should come and share the birthday with Anna. I'm, li- I'm going to be out in New York for it, actually. Yeah, we should do a, a triple like birthday. Fourth. We have three friends that are doing Yeah, yeah you should Whoa. come. Oh, we'll sounds sick. Video. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I've, I... Uh... That sounds great. That sounds like Fuck yeah. Yes, oh, let's yeah, go. April, should we give neoliberal hell an exclusive announcement? Exclusive. I will, ooh, we're getting What are we team. announcing? Oh, yeah, our the special LA guest. Show. Oh, oh, and oh, special and guest. Was... Wait, Will sent it, right? Well, well but we yeah, have another we'll special guest it. for the New York show. Yeah. Let's yeah, tell Wait, we have yeah, our, we, Eric Andre will be on our New York show, Whoa. too. Oh, yeah. We love Eric Andre. That's incredible. Yeah. No, he does, he does, he's yes. quit stand-up. He doesn't do stand-up anymore, but he will be doing some bits with us, so that'll be fun. It's going to um, be awesome. So I, that'll be sick March 8th Eric at the Bell House. Was... He's our guy. He's 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 our papa. Um, does that mean then... Emrata's going to be there, too? <laughs> Listen, I simply Maybe. can't comment on that. I simply cannot comment <laughs> on that. Um, Stay tuned. I uh, and then the LA show we technically haven't announced yet, but it's going to be the last show of our tour, and it is going to be on April eighth, I believe. April eighth, exactly uh, one month later, I think. But we'll be announcing that soon for sure. All tickets are at girlgodlive.com. That's right, girlgodlive.com. As well as the rest of the dates for the tour, we're going all over the place. Yeah, and um, we will be announcing the LA show very soon. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. I and can't believe we're Portland. birthday twins. That's, yeah, that's so funny. Wild. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, it, it, birthday. It's in August. It's August 19th. Yeah, she kind oh, of it's not in April. It's not in April. What kind of dumb fucking idiot named me April? God damn it. <laughs> oh, idiot. Wow. You don't even know when my birthday is. Dumbass. <laughs> oh my god. They're uh, the same birthday and we're the most astrologically compatible. Wow. So we're all all four of us are the most astrologically. Compatible. Yeah, we're it's all oh, earth right. and and water in here tonight. Yep. 
Carry Wait, on. no, that I'm fire. Yeah. I'm so Wait, sorry. Oh, she's fire. I'm a she's Leo. Fire yeah. Oh, Leo. That's Leo, not Virgo. But she's okay. a Leo Virgo cusp, basically. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? Anna, what's your moon and what's your rising? Well, um, Pisces. Get a uh, room. No, no, no. Cancer, Cancer Moon and Cancer Rising. I'm all water. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. I'm 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 Cat Moon and Leo Rising, so oh, I'm all water. That's hot. Wow. But I, it's a good combination. Yeah. It's a good trio. Um, okay, yeah. Well, let's do a birthday party. Come to the tour. Yeah. Thank you guys for having awesome. us on. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, yeah. Well, we can't Thank wait you to guys. see you. This was so have... fun. Yeah, this was awesome.